Hello, everyone. This is Aaron Carrington. Welcome to my expert interview podcast. Today, we have Cynthia Wilson joining us. She is the Community Nutrition Education Program Manager at Mana Food Center based in Gaithersburg, Maryland. She's going to share with some us with some exciting insight on Mana Food Center and what she does there. Without further ado, please welcome Cynthia. All right. Our first question is, please tell me some details about when and how Mana Food Center got started. and originally it was located in a vacant elementary school. Um, and they started there with about $3,100 as a budget and then 16,000 pounds of food as a donation. And back then they were serving probably a couple of hundred people. And it was started because there was a shared effort um, within the community and with community civic and faith leaders that wanted to establish a centralized a food bank in Montgomery County. So that's really how MANA came about. Sounds wonderful. Next question is, tell me about the mission and vision of MANA Food Center. Yeah, so MANA has a mission to end hunger in Montgomery County through food distribution, education, and advocacy. And then MANA's mission is that our, our community is a part, excuse me, is a place where all people at uh, all times have access to safe, sufficient, nutritious food in order to lead fulfilling lives and contribute to making Montgomery County, Maryland a place where all can live with dignity. And we try to achieve this by increasing access to nutritious food for those experiences experiencing hunger and food insecurity, um, strengthening community food skills that empower healthy eating, and connecting the needy to resources, resource providers and to each other each other for that type of support. That's great. How many staff members are currently at MANA? We currently have about 31 staff mem- members, and some of them are full-time and some are part-time. Okay. Tell me about some of the programs going on at MANA Food Center. Yeah, so right now we have about five programs, and those include Manny Mobile Kitchen, which is a program where essentially we go to schools or we might go to after-school programs, and it's geared more towards children. It's an old school bus that has um, has been retrofitted with, uh, excuse me, stoves, uh, tables, just so that we can teach cooking skills to young children. Um, it actually also, we can take some of the tables out and we can put in racks for a pantry. So we also use Manny a Mobile Kitchen as a pop-up pantry. So those are two programs, two separate programs. We also have a program called Smart Sacks, and it was officially named the Karen Goldberg Smart Sacks Program, and it was started in 2005. And Manna had partnered with Sodexo Whole Foods, uh, market in Montgomery County Public Schools, and what this program does is provide schools that we have partnered with, um, provides the children with like a bag of food for them for the weekend um, to provide those kids that might be suffering with food insecurity with something so that they can come back to school and feel refreshed and not have to worry about, you know, coming back feeling hungry. We also have another program called Community Food uh, Rescue, where it's, it's actually... All right, go ahead. Okay. Um, yeah, so with Community Food Rescue, essentially places that have already cooked 
food. So restaurants, some, you know how some stores have like hot plates and all those different yes. types of things. Um, what happens is they will contact community food rescue through an app, say, oh, well, we have pasta that we have made today and we have a runner that will go pick it up and within that program there are a few hundred different locations that will accept that food so places like um homeless shelters or uh, i'm trying to think of other good ones um like a women's shelter a men's mm-hmm. shelter all those different types of things and we have many different ones throughout the county um, and they will bring those, those foods to those locations. Um, and then we have community health workshops, and essentially those are nutrition-geared presentations that we do a lot for adults. Um, it's specifically for adults, so at our schools that we have our pop-up pantries or we have Manny the Mobile Kitchen, sometimes what we do is we'll have a parents' class, and at our parents' class we'll talk about diabetes, we'll talk about sugar, we'll talk about myths and nutrition, um, and so that's a program all in its own, and then we also have community kitchen classes, which is also geared for adults, and it takes place in Silver Spring United Methodist Church. They have a commercial kitchen where we cook, oh, excuse me, we teach cooking classes out of that uh, kitchen for adults. So those are really the, the five main programs that we have at um, Manos Food Center. Great. Sounds like you're very busy and purposeful. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about some of the volunteer opportunities at MANA. Yeah, so we have also have quite a few um, volunteer opportunities. So if you just start with the warehouse, we have a couple of there. We have um, a family box pack, excuse me, family box packing. And I mean, it's pretty straightforward at MANA. When we just distribute food, it can come in several different forms. Um, so usually we have a box that we put food in, and that might be more um, produce or ready-to-eat food. And then we have another box that is more shelf-stable food, so things like rice, you know, canned beans, canned items. And then we'll have a completely different, um, like, bag of frozen meat, and that can take place, excuse me, take form of, pork, beef, chicken. If somebody doesn't eat beef or pork, it might just be chicken. It's kind of whatever that person, their dietary instructions. So a lot of times we'll have volunteers help us pack those boxes. Um, we also have food distribution um, volunteers that every day we have people that come into our, our main location is in Gaithersburg and people come every day between the hours of 12 and three, if I'm not mistaken, um, to pick up food. And so we have our volunteers help them take the food to their cars um, as as well as help box up the items. Um, We also have volunteer opportunities within our referral office with our kind of like customer service uh, position where a lot of times we might have participants calling in to set up their appointment to come pick up um, food or somebody might want to register to pick up food. So all of those things kind of go through our referral office, and that is a volunteer opportunity. We also have MANA ambassadors. So when we have events or something that we're more more or less just spreading the word of MANA, we have volunteers that will actually go to those events and 
possibly talk about MANA, or maybe there's a table where they're sitting at and we have information about MANA, but they are, quote, unquote, the volunteer experts of MANA, MANA's ins and outs. We also have satellite distribution locations. So, for example, we have one at Clifton, in Clifton Park. We have one um, uh, in Colesville. We have several different um, distribution satellite areas. And we have volunteers there that help with distribution and helping people get their food and put their food in um, their cars and stuff like that. Finally, we have one of the things that I, my main job of overseeing are the community food education programs and those volunteers. So for, for that, our volunteers include, excuse me, Mandy, the mobile kitchen. So helping us teach classes, if not teaching them themselves. Um, our pop-up pantry. So when we have our pop-up pantry, helping people get in, in excuse me, on, on and off the bus as well as um, helping people select food and those types of things. Um, our community health workshops, we have a lot of volunteers that will either help us conduct the presentation or if somebody is interested, they can conduct the presentation themselves. Um, finally, we have those community kitchen classes at um, Silver Spring United Methodist Church. We're working it so either they assist helping teach the class or they also just teach the class if that somebody's um, interest is cooking. So those are the main volunteer opportunities at Nana. All right. Sounds very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about your typical day within your position at Mana Food Center. Yeah, so it really depends because sometimes, like, for instance, what I was saying today, right now I'm on uh, Manny the Mobile Kitchen, which is not typical for me because I oversee all the programs. Um, so a lot of the times I spend my time helping coordinate. Um, lately I've been doing a lot of coordinating of volunteers, actually, and getting our program up and running and um, orienting new volunteers um, sometimes I'm working in the kitchen, making sure we have all of our items there, or just coordinating events or whatever program we're doing, or in, excuse me, organizing when that will happen, what time, who's available. Um, we also have a lot of grants. Um, so looking at those, are we meeting our goals? Are we meeting the goals for the grants or what is required of us? All those different things. So it really varies from day to day. All right. Sounds like you never have a boring day, which is nice. No, never. <laughs> if someone wishes to implement a new program at MANA, what is the process for implementing it? Yeah. So it really depends. So if they're within the institution, it's probably a little bit easier than, let's say, if somebody was like, hey, I have an idea for a program. Not that we wouldn't listen to that program ideas because we don't know everything. So I, I'm a person that I love to hear other people's ideas. But it would be a little bit more difficult because a lot of the things that we do are based off of grants. Um, so we would have to see, well, how would that new program fit to our grant requirements or um, would it supplement something that we don't currently do? Um, so to get something like that implemented, it would take some time because we would have to look at those different thoughts um, and see how it would work. But essentially, <clears throat> depending on what it is, we would have to see what, um, like what, 
group it fits in. I'm trying to think of a better way to say it, but like we have a logistics team. Um, we have us, we're the program team. So what kind of group does it fit in? And then how can we go about making it work? And once again, does it fit within what we need to get, get done? And would it be something that is helpful for our community and meeting a, a need that we don't art or, or that we don't currently serve right yeah okay tell me details about marketing strategies or communication strategies that mana food center may have to get its mission and programs out there yeah so we have a development team and that's essentially what they do <laughs> is all types of um marketing they work with do our grants they work with our volunteers so in more detail we have um somebody her name is michelle whitaker and um now and so she does the website update everything on our website she does all of our social media so we have twitter and instagram and facebook if i'm not mistaken so she mm-hmm. updates all those things and make sure everything is up there um has all of our current events or any programs that we're doing with our grants that kind of helps with some outreach because if we have a specific grant with let's say the county they'll help market what we're doing um as part of their program and then we have we do a lot of outreach so for example this weekend i'm going to a program within gaithersburg um well where we'll be talking about smart shopping and so that kind of helps with our outreach on top of just using nanny when we come to school that's a great way that people learn about nana and what we do and what we can provide pop-up pantries are really a big mainly an opportunity that we have that we go into uh, communities or cities or maybe an apartment complex that may not know anything about nana and we give out free produce and hopefully sign up people with nana if that's something that they can use and that they'll benefit from all right how does mana food center evaluate the effectiveness of its programs yeah so for uh, in particular in, in programming the main way that we do that is with surveys um so we have whether it's they might be verbal they might be written but in everything we do we have some type of surveying um process and a big part of that is because we want to make sure that we're effective and that people are learning or they're gaining what our intention for them to gain is if that makes sense yes um and then on top of that with our grants you know we have certain things certain obligations that we're to meet right so we use surveys from that perspective too to make sure that if we are supposed to be teaching somebody some people something specific um that that's what they're gaining from what we're doing okay and what's the timeline for um distributing the surveys after the program has been done yeah so usually it's it's directly after so for example if we teach we have a pop-up pantry on monday right as people are leaving we're, we're surveying them so that we can get accurate information from each person that comes ideally um so for presentation what i would do is after the presentation we're handing out surveys you see if people have did you understand what was talked about did you gain anything did you learn anything new so generally they're directly after whatever we have just done 
and then we, you know, collect all of that information. Um, let's say monthly, we'll take all of the surveys that we've gotten from that, the presentations we've done that month, and kind of calculate that information, and generally it's by percentage. So what is the percentage of um, people that learn something new based off of all the surveys that we've given? Okay. Is there anything else you wish to share about MANA or what you do there? Um, I, MANA is a wonderful place to work. It's a wonderful place to just be involved with. And I, I encourage anybody who wants to volunteer. It's such a great experience because not only do you feel like, oh, you know, you're doing something great for your community, but you make such wonderful connections. Um, and you learn how powerful food advocacy, especially within the realm of food insecurity, um, how powerful it can be and how helpful and how the difference that you can make in somebody else's life. All right. Thank you so much for joining me. That's again, that's Cynthia Wilson, the Community Nutrition Education Program Manager at Mana Food Center in Gaithersburg, Maryland. Hi, everyone. I hope you enjoyed my interview podcast. Now I will talk about some of the takeaways I received from the interview. Um, One key takeaway I would say is that when you hear about these organizations and these programs that they run, you look at them from the outside and maybe amazed and say, wow, they're doing all of these great things without really appreciating some of the background hard work that went into implementing the program. For instance, when Cynthia was talking about all the grants writing and proposals that are involved in talking with people and stakeholders trying to procure funds for these programs to operate, when I was looking on the website of Man of Food Center to learn more about it before interviewing her, I didn't really think about it. I was just amazed by all the wonderful programs that they do, but I never really thought, where do the resources for these programs come from? They just, they're there and they seem to be pretty successful, so I got a big appreciation for grant writing and talking with people and, for lack of a better term, schmoozing people to get funds for these programs. Um, Cynthia emphasized how the post-surveys they give to the program participants after each program plays a large role in the stakeholders gauging the effectiveness of the programs because if these surveys aren't showing that this program is being effective, the stakeholders may um, consider not putting grant money into that program. Another takeaway I learned and appreciated was how Mana Food Center is open and collaborative into implementing new programs. She uh, mentioned that when a staff member or volunteer approaches her or another one of the senior staff members with a new idea, they don't just shun them and automatically say no. They first confirm that one of the existing programs that they're doing is not already addressing the need of the new idea that was brought to them. Um, One quote that Cynthia said during an interview that you might remember that I really appreciated is that when people come to them with new ideas, they are like, okay, we don't know everything. So, you know, this person might be coming in with a wonderful idea and we can't assume that just because we're working for this organization and these programs are successful that they're perfect because they're not. So I really um, appreciated the fact that she was like, well, we don't know everything. And, you know, these people may have wonderful ideas that we may never have thought of yet. Some would say that was my prime takeaway from this program is that there's a lot of behind the scenes work in nutrition programs and any other program in general that people just don't realize or know about when they're seeing um, from the outside how these programs are operating. 
like I said, I appreciate any feedback you have regarding the assignment, whether it's the interview or any other ideas you want to add to the takeaway. Have a good day.